0: Hey everybody, this is John with Ubaldi Report, right back at you, discussing issues that affect America, whether internationally or domestically. And with me, as always, is my fellow cohorts, is Joe Bitz and Ray Krauss, both served in the Marine Corps, retired with Joe's serving in combat in Iraq, and unfortunately was wounded in Iraq, but he's doing fine. He's not like he's not doing well, but he, they provide great analysis. And tonight we're going to be talking about just what's current events out there in America. There's a lot of issues to discuss and there's a lot of things that are impacting the United States. So before we get started, how's it going, Joe and Ray?
1: Great, John. But I just kind of want to throw the, throw us right into this, okay? Yeah, go ahead. So something that I've noticed, is it at all suspicious that the three states that took forever to count the votes swayed to to, to a Democratic result?
0: I mean, it's just odd. It was the same thing in 2020. Yeah, right? but
1: it seems but like just,
0: I, my problem is this: Why does it take so long? But that's just it. To get the okay. results, I mean, there's
1: no look, play. You don't see any play there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't have any evidence to back it up, but I just see. I mean, look at decades ago. We didn't have computers 40, 50, 60 years ago. And we knew who won the election, unless it was very close, at least by the morning. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's taken a week to count these ballots. And they've been sending in ballots for, let's say, on some states, a, m- a month and a half before November the 8th. Yeah. So why is it taking so long? That's something that needs to be looked into.
1: Okay. And then last week, we were talking about how Trump maybe we maybe lost our, a little bit of, what's it called? Not security, but lost a little faith in him when he threatened DeSantis, and now. Yeah, I didn't but, like that. But now he comes back out with his presidential kind of announcement. So has it changed, or is there? Do you see anything different, or? Well, this. Time- how do we know? Actually, just going back, how do we know that Trump actually disparaged Ron DeSantis the way that they say he did?
0: You can only go back to what he said in that one, that comment he made about him. With Trump coming in, this is going to be different than in 2016 when he first announced. Now, unlike 2020 when he was the incumbent, there's a lot of Republicans, at least in the independent side, like they like his policies. They just have a a problem with his mannerisms of going about it. Yeah. And it's not at all, there's many issues why the Republican red wave didn't happen. But a lot of it is candidates that were supported, I mean, really supported by Donald Trump and didn't distance themselves, or at least we take your support like Glenn Youngkin, when he ran for the governor of Virginia, he accepted Trump's support, but he ran his own campaign. It was all, but he didn't have Trump campaign in his state, but he didn't distance himself from those Trump voters. And he focused on the bread and butter issues that Americans are concerned about and gave a compelling reason why you need to vote for him and not the challenger.
1: And what did you get from last night's speech? He's running.
0: I think it's a mistake, and this reason, and this is the reason I've talked to many people. You've always
1: said this, too. So yeah, it's not and, like this is nothing new that you're yeah, going to
0: say. And what I'm saying is the reason I would like somebody else is because Trump's going to be 78 if he gets elected he will be the second oldest president or about the same age as Joe Biden when he took office. The other thing is Trump can only serve one term. He can't run for reelection. Now, many people, when I say I would like to see Ron DeSantis run, they say, well, we don't want to lose DeSantis in Florida. And if, let's just say Trump wins, he can have Ron DeSantis as vice president. Ron DeSantis can run in 2028. But if you look at history on the first part of Trump running for president, Theodore Roosevelt, when he ran his second term, he stated right away, I'm not going to run for a third term." It became a lame duck right out the gate. Yeah. So his whole next four years, he couldn't do a lot of things he normally would want to do because he knew, he knew he wasn't running, and he regretted that decision. The second point is typically when one party controls the executive branch, unless they lose reelection, but in this case it would be an open seat, the party that's in controls the white house the country usually goes back to the other party the only time it's happened in the last basic 100 years is when george h w bush won the presidency after serving 8 years as vice president under ronald reagan so i would like to see 8 years of con- conservative policies enacted in in washington and across the world then have to go 4 years and then another We have to go this again.
1: So I did want to mention just a few minutes ago, what happened on TikTok, John? Why are we actually, why are we streaming on, or why are we doing TikToks on All-American Gunslingers versus Ubaldi Reports?
0: Because I was banned. They said a content that I did in a previous TikTok. Now, I deleted it after it didn't go anywhere, and I changed the title, said Democrat Wins, but it was still the same video. And they said that what I said was, I think, harmful content. Misinformation. misinformation. So I tell everybody, go to that TikTok video, and it says Democrats win, and you tell me if I provided disinformation. And we appealed it, but we can't do anything until tomorrow. Is when we're back on TikTok,
1: but I think it kind of works out for us a little bit because we're not going to be we're not going to do a live stream on Thursday, are we?
0: No, we're just going to do a regular just a regular podcast because yeah. Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, so on Thanksgiving, so I do have a rule for Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is at my place this year, so there is a common rule without it within the Bits household and how we run Thanksgiving, and that's for everybody listening, but. If you come to Thanksgiving, you are not to dress up. Okay, it's very casual. I mean, oh, yeah. like, I've been there before. It's I mean, very, like okay. it could be sweatpants, sweat shorts. You, we are not going above and beyond. We it, Thanksgiving is supposed to be a nice, relaxing time, not for you to get dressed up. But it's also a good time for us to just BS. We're going to be talking about stuff, and then with tradition, I believe we did a Thanksgiving podcast last year. Or a year before. Yeah, I think we did it. Yeah, you were so tired from your other job last year, you no, couldn't no, show I up. No, no, I missed
0: Christmas. <laughs> I was here Thanksgiving, I just didn't come for Christmas.
1: And then, so we're going to be podcasting there, and that's when we can start getting into your love affair of... The Hallmark Movie Channel. Then there's another channel <laughs> I just came across this
0: the last couple of weeks, is... The Great American Family Channel.
1: Uh-huh. Oh.
0: So it's more of a Christian-based And that brings,
1: that does bring up like a little bit is that Candace Cameron. Beret. Beret. She is trying to put, I guess she's trying to put more Christ into Christmas. Correct. And, I mean, how, what do you think about, like, that kind of?
0: Well, she used to be on the Hallmark Channel. She did, I think, 80 movies, I guess, and 11 Christmas specials. Over a, a ten-year span, but the thing is with her is if you don't agree with it, turn the channel. I mean, sit literally, turn the channel. There are many people who like a Christ-centered or a Christian-valued Christmas, and I tell anybody if you, instead of get like some of the entertainment world called her when someone she asked, "Are you going to have LGBT characters and themes?" and she said, "No." This is going to be traditional family value, and I said, if you don't like it, turn the channel.
1: There's See, only 500 other channels with the rest. But the thing is, like, I do have like maybe a little bit of of a problem with not inclusivity, and in a sense of like, I'm not like this person has to be this color, and this person has to be this sexual orientation, this person has to be this kind of trans person. I want just more like there's a way to be more inclusive without. Putting it right in your face. But, I mean, but
0: even on some of these Christian shows, you can. I've watched some of the Christian movies. They don't jam it down your throat. But I mean, there are people who want Christian values in the movies they watch. So if you don't like it, but I mean, well, but the point oh, yeah. is, if you don't like it, turn the channel. You go on these other channels, and they shame you if you have something against traditional value. Why should, because if I hold a certain belief, why should I be shamed for that when somebody else can say anything they want, whatever they want, and nothing happens to them, but as soon as I say I support traditional values, I'm shamed, I'm a bigot, I'm whatever.
1: Okay, but... And I
0: disagree with that. Okay,
1: do you really think that... God really cares if you identify as this, if you sleep with that, or if your belief is. I mean, because I think we have to, as we get older in our, maybe our values or even our, like a religion, I would have to go back to say, like my mother, who is very hardcore in her Christian beliefs, but she's somewhat understanding of that there are same-sex couples or that there are people that are living together with children that are out of wedlock. The values are there, but also... One of the arguments
0: that people use is Christ loved everybody, which he did. And if you go back to when the this village or town was going to stone this woman for adultery, and he said, if you haven't sinned, you cast the first stone. Everybody dropped their stones and the left. Yeah, And he told the woman, don't do what you're doing, so sin no more. Now, people can probably fault me for my analogy on that, but he, he forgave everybody, loved everybody, but he didn't just condone the behavior of what someone had done.
1: Well, yeah, I definitely understand it when but it comes I to violence. Think, or- but, but,
0: but why can't there be a, a station for people who like traditional values? There's Like Ray said, there's 500 channels. Yeah. If you don't like Christian-valued channels... Don't watch it. Turn it. There's many stations that I don't like. I don't like what they promote. I don't like it's always vulgarity. It's always sexual related. Yeah. I don't like it. So what do I do? I don't say ban it. I just do this: take the clicker and click into something I do like.
1: Yeah. And but you're a normal person. Well, or I would say a normal person. You're someone that uses their brain. I I know, but (laughs) most people
0: need to do that. If you don't like something. Like if I don't, there's certain music, like, okay, as for music, I like country music. Yeah. I can listen to a lot of other music genres. There's certain genres I just don't like because of the vulgarity, innuendos of sexual innuendos. So what do I do? I turn the channel yeah. or I listen to music that I like. So why is it that if I like a certain segment or if I like Christian values, why does someone want to ban me? or said, so we got to boycott them. True. If Sounds you don't like it, shut it off. Yeah. Turn yeah. it off. Go on to something else that you do
1: like. Well, even to the I remember there was a story of a woman who I guess you're able to da- decorate your parking spots and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys heard about this. She likes to decorate her and one of the things that she put on her parking spot is uh, through all things cry or through all things um, strengthens me or through all things. God strengthens me. And uh, there's a woman who was Jewish faith says that every time she sees that, she gets like physically upset about watching that. And then they were, she was trying to make the woman at the, trying to make the county have her change it for her. Now, luckily, the county just put their foot down. and like, sorry, that's what she Unless wants.
0: To- somebody does something that is. Promoting violence or promoting some threat to somebody, putting a Christian symbol or a Christian statement doesn't violate it's not threatening to you because you don't want to read it. Why can't why does when does your rights go when does your rights get heard, but my rights go away? It just doesn't happen. I mean, come on. We're just if you don't like it, there's other things I read on people's cars. I see People fly the LGBTQ flag. I see people fly the Black Lives Matter flag, wear T-shirts. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. I'm not going to say that's offensive to me. I don't want to see it, so you got to ban it or a Mm -hmm. certain book or a certain movie or whatever. Yeah. As long as you don't promote violence over it, it's just like – a lot of the constitutional scholars, including the one that I follow a lot, Jonathan Turley.
1: And Victor David Hansen.
0: Yeah, and Victor David. But you've got schools across America, universities, they all favor the First Amendment as long as their voices get to be heard. But let's say, a, and we've seen this, conservative groups want to have a discussion on campus. And you have protesters protesting and you see schools succumb to that. You have Yale Law School is having problems because it's telling its law students to ban certain things, or like during the Kavanaugh hearing, you can go out and protest how wrong Kavanaugh is, based off what? Yeah, I thought when you're supposed to teach in um, in law school, you're innocent till you're proven guilty. So it's things like that. I mean, it's just we've gotten away. The First Amendment protects us to free first free speech unless you promote violence. And even Jonathan Turley, there was a college, he said either yesterday or today, was trying to, students wanted to ban someone conservative from speaking. And one prominent legal scholar, I can't remember the person's name, said, that's free speech. He goes, no, it's not. If you prevent me from hearing somebody, you're preventing me from hearing that person speak. And if you don't agree with that person... Have a counter argument, base it off. I remember I was teaching at a prep school as a substitute. It was in the height of the 2016 um, presidential campaign. Very contentious. One girl supported Hillary. One girl supported, one guy supported Trump. And they were discussing a friendly debate. And they asked me, who do you support? And I said, it doesn't matter who I support. If you I told her, do you support Hillary? Yes. That's fine. Do you support Trump? Yes. I said, if you're going to disagree or have an argument or discussion, base it off the merits. Base it off the facts, not emotion. And maybe she says something that you didn't fully research or you didn't think about that.
1: That's the whole basis of this show.
0: And that's the whole (laughs) basis of Ubaldi reports is I'm not saying you have to agree with what I say or what I believe or what I even state. But I want people to think and we can have friendly discussion. I have had people troll me on, call me vile names, and I'm like, based off what? Let's discuss, and because we, we all want this country to be the best that we can be. Yeah. But, I mean, let's have discussions and not criticize or create violence or what just happened on TikTok. Shut me down because you didn't like what I said. Based off what? And this is what I would blame the social media companies. Now I can't put my ideas out or my thoughts because I'm banned or I've been shut down. So now somebody else can't hear what I have to say, whether they agree or not to agree. So isn't that a form of censorship? And I would like to say to TikTok and social media companies, what did I say that was disinformation? Give me the example, not just shut me
1: down. More like difference of opinion. It's getting awfully 1941. <laughs> I did want to talk about... I did want to talk a little bit about... Did Nancy Pelosi take off to Italy? Or after she got, I guess, in, in a sense that I fired? don't know. I
0: thought she went to... The climate summit in egypt okay president, but i'm not president biden was there so i'm not sure i have to go back and well that,
1: that kind of dispels one of the theories i have but going on to when it comes to like social media and stuff like that we can dovetail this into both there's a community or there is a company called xtc that dealt with cryptocurrency oh no
0: that was it ftx ftx that's where x how about the
1: letter and then cryptocurrency but there's a cryptocurrency but there's also i mean there's a lot going on with twitter in a sense opening the floodgates
0: well i think everybody's upset because elon musk wants to have it more as a platform where all voices can be heard unless you're pushing violence but all like for myself stuff that i say shouldn't be shut down because you don't agree with what the the opinions or the facts that i bring up well
1: Remember, we had our a good friend, Ralph, who was explaining us the, I guess, the Internet statue.
0: Yeah, this is from the
1: FCC, I think, 230 or something. Okay, And yet, as soon as Elon Musk takes over Twitter, they're trying to throw, oh, well, the government's going to have some fines and stuff like that for, for Twitter now. So, all of a sudden, now that, I guess, in a sense, the government doesn't control that social media platform anymore – then the, whatever statute prevents them from fining them or holding them accountable, now they're like, okay, now we can.
0: Well, but here's the most dangerous thing. There was a legal scholar, like I wish I could remember the person's name, said to Elon, you better be careful because the Democrats, the Democrat, you don't want to anger these Democratic lawmakers because they can punish you in many different ways. And I think, look how dangerous that is. It's just like what, what do you call it? Chuck Schumer said about Donald Trump during the 2016 presidential campaign, tell him, hey, you don't want to go after the intelligence community. Mm-hmm. They, can, they have six ways from Sunday to get back at you. And think about that. You may disagree with somebody, but when you threaten them that, hey, you don't want to do this because these Democratic lawmakers We'll get back at you.
1: So going back from last week with uh, like the midterms, now, uh, maybe like the dust of settling, the House. So the House is still under Democratic control? No,
0: they just, I just found out before this podcast, it, it went to the Republicans, 218 now.
1: So the House? Okay, so the, no, I, I mean, I didn't mean the House, the Senate. The
0: Senate is definitely, the, the Democrats control 50 to 49. Okay. So no matter what happens in Georgia, the democrats can still can take control the senate got it if warnock wins in december then it's 51 49 so they have that one extra senator so if they wanted to abolish the filibuster and other things
1: that's all it takes as a, a, a like a very mild majority, majority. in order to dis- now is that can the house do anything to stop that no the each
0: branch each the House and the Senate have different rules governing their bodies. Okay. But if but, they get rid of the filibus, let's just say for the sake of argument, they wouldn't be able to pass any bills because you need the House to go along with it, the Senate, and then the President assigns it. Okay. House, being Republican, would not go along with some of these far-reaching bills. Okay, Where it plays in... If the president wants to do a judicial nominee, they abolished the filibuster. The Republicans couldn't filibuster any nominee that the president wants to do.
1: Yeah, but then there was also the nuclear option with that in you know, that part too.
0: Well, that would end. The Nuclear option came under Harry Reid, where he said that, um, what do you call it? That we would not have a filibuster when it came to what do you call it? The lower federal judges. And then okay. when Mitch McConnell, when the Republicans took over the Senate. Then they said, oh, we're going to use that for the Supreme Court nominees. That's why they blocked Merrick Garland when Antonio Scalia passed away in 2016.
1: But again, like the way the nuclear option blew up in the Democrats' face, couldn't them not having a filibuster do the same thing? Well, it will
0: because you're not always going to be in the power in charge of the Senate. So let's just say they get rid of the filibuster. 2024, the Republicans take back the Senate because in 2024, there are more Democrats up for re-election in Republican or red states like Joe Manchin and John and West Virginia and John Tester in Montana. So let's just say for the sake of argument, they get rid of the filibuster. Twenty twenty four comes the president is now a Republican, and the Republicans take back the the senate let's say they keep the house then they would say we can pass bills out of the house we don't need the democrats can't do anything to stop it and away we go through so yeah. basically you change the rules the rules come back to bite you yeah. like would
1: you know, they ever in react the filibuster or would well, they- that would
0: be the party it would i think if they ever got rid of the filibuster it would it would end it for good because no party is going to want to bring it back yeah because if the democrats get rid of it the republicans want hey we're going to govern without the filibuster nobody would go back to it
1: i mean i see a lot of things like on the horizon especially with the uh, current politics especially with trump you know coming back in the uh, into the game again.
0: Well, we're focusing on the uh, President Trump entering the Republican field for president in 2024. We also have to look at the Democratic side because Joe Biden will be 80 on Sunday.
1: But he's still going to keep on going. They're going to yeah, still push him. because
0: in. of the way the election went, he's emboldened to stay on. Yeah. But will the Democrats elect somebody who will be 82? In 2024, will they want to go with that person and you have other candidates chipping at the bits like Gavin Newsom and others and they have to make that decision because two years is a long time.
1: It is. But if Trump starts maybe digging in his heels about what the states are doing with their particular elections and bringing it into the court prior to like he he didn't really start. He was reactive With the election versus when he should have been proactive, like how you think he, how they, what if he takes that approach when it comes to the 2024 election? I think the
0: other issue is now that the Republicans, they're not going to have this big lead that they thought they were going to have, but they are going to control the Congress, at least the House. So that means they're going to have subpoena power. There's a couple issues that they're going to be looking at. One of them is looking into the Hunter Biden. There's ample evidence from many legal scholars have said they're perplexed why Merrick Garland wanted to make it to be open and transparent is select a special prosecutor to look at. He never did that. And the evidence shows that Joe Biden did know about that. So they're going to look into that. They're going to look into other business dealings with the evidence through pictures, through emails and documents. The other thing they're going to look at is the collusion by the Democrats, especially the Biden White House and the tech companies in suppressing issues regarding the campaign. we already seen the FBI warn Facebook in 2020 about Russian disinformation as it relates to Hunter Biden. So we've seen evidence of the collusion between the Democrats and the tech companies. And then we also can see the media the de- Republicans are going to look at the collusion between the media and the Democrats in suppressing stories or not pushing things because it would make the Democrats look bad if yep. anything comes out but especially if more evidence comes out because every democrat i believe in the senate and they may even in the house refuse to investigate hunter biden if more comes out and people see that there was
1: won't they just sm- still turn a blind eye to what it
0: depends but this could ha- this could damage Joe Biden enough just like the email scandal damaged Hillary Clinton and this could be a, an opening for other but this could be an opening for other democrats to say Joe Biden is too old he's too compromised we need to go this
1: but way but if it's if it goes in there too late isn't maybe that, maybe Trump sees that on the forefront that he's not going he's not going to disparage them through what he be, knows, he's just going to use. He's going to use Congress to do that. Yeah,
0: and the other thing is, we'll have to see how. Um, two years is a long time. We're looking at the economy as the big issue. When I was on a radio show this morning, I said that the economy is still going to be number one issue come
1: 2024.
0: Yeah, we still got a looming rail strike. Now, four unions have rejected the presidential's brokered agreement, and they're the union rank and file is upset with their union bosses accepting that brokered agreement. Now, it looks like from latest reports that they may push it off the cooling off period into December. But if they decide to go on strike, that's going to hamper, definitely put a ting on the economy. Then you've got inflation, like I was talking with your wife about the cost of food, the cost of groceries, the energy, all these other things, the rent. All these other things that are factoring into this. And President Biden stated that he's not going to change anything. And Mark Penn, who's a Democratic pollster that worked for Hillary Clinton, and Bill Clinton said that was a major mistake for Joe Biden not to recognize that maybe you want to be more conciliatory. take the Clinton approach. He lost. But let's work with the other side and let's, get, let's come to a negotiated agreement on a lot of key issues. Yeah. I don't see that happening. And especially when it comes to energy, when he said days before the midterm that we're going to end fossil fuel, we're going to end coal, we're going to end all these things. So how does that factor in? And then next year, going into the peak driving state of the summer, he's already tapping heavily into the strategic petroleum reserve. Where are we at next year? What if something happens or a disruption happens somewhere else? We already have a shortage of diesel fuel. Which has risen to its high one of its highest levels. So we'll have to see where this plays out. But the economy is going to be
1: fr- front and center. If anybody has any more questions, how can they get a hold of you, John? You can get a
0: hold of me by going to ubaldireports at gmail.com. That's report at gmail.com or go to Facebook. I would like to say Twitter if they don't stop banning me, but Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. TikTok. TikTok's going to ban Facebook, you. Twitter. I'm sorry, not Facebook. TikTok is the one that banned me, at least till tomorrow. And then there's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and hopefully with Elon Musk, we can get a fair shake on on TikTok. And let us know what you think. And Joe also has a podcast that he does, American Gunslinger. It's a lot more edgier than mine. They talk about guns. They talk about whiskey, booze, you name it. They talk about it. It's a good podcast to go. They just free flow, and it's between Joe Bitts and Ray Cross. Both of them are com—I mean, both of them are Marine veterans. It's obviously Joe being a Marine who served in combat in Iraq, so it's a good podcast. And especially Ray Cross, who's a very knowledgeable when it comes to guns. So if you're a first-time gun owner, maybe email or text Joe. I'm mean, at Joe Ray, and he can tell you what to look for when you go to a firearm store. What the Maybe what are the key indicators of not to buy from this store over another? So they're very knowledgeable, and he can help you in any way you can. All
1: right. And uh, you can get us on all things All-American Gunslinger while you're on it right now. So go check out our streaming and our um, all our live platforms on Instagram and on TikTok. You can get us on allamericangunslingers at gmail.com. And take a look at that show. I think you'll like it. So we will talk to you guys soon.
0: And keep following you Baldy Reports, and next time we'll— Probably be back on TikTok, so take it easy and keep following me Bali reports and let your friends and know, friends and family know about it and keep on following what we're trying to say.